lots of things are better together. Hockey, food, golf, filling out mock drafts leading up to the actual draft in April, filling out March Madness brackets that are going to be dumpster fires within the first weekend of the tournament here. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Whether you're hosting game day or movie night, DiGiorno knows that planning a wash party on a budget isn't easy. You need the perfect setting, the perfect squad, and the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza can bring home a dub because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, and other toppings and comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome back to Gojo and Golik. We are continuing our look back at week eight. And guys, we have to talk about what was probably the most important score of the day. Cowboys blowout win over the Rams ends in a final score that has been never seen before in NFL history. Guys, we have a score-gami. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. 1079th in NFL history. It's a hot-button topic. I hope we can all agree on this at some point. And I do want to say, Cowboys have now been involved in three since the start of the 2021 season. So this is like their thing. Wait, Ooh. wait. This is a hot-button topic? That's yeah. Dallas, I mean, it's hot-button topic because people like you were hating on it. You hate it. You hate it. I hate I, I, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't hate it. Noted scoregami hater Michael Lechner. Hate is a strong, strong word. I don't know if it was strong enough. I'm just basically when I hear the scoregami thing, I'm basically like, okay, and ready to move on. But people just want to just, wow. It's kind of like when the NFL schedule comes out, and I'm like, okay. And everybody just hangs on it. I mean, a scoregami? The NFL schedule happens every year. Scoregami. This has never happened before. In the yes. history of the NFL, this league that you've been a part of as a player, as a fan, as someone covering the league, you got to see something that hasn't happened. The Dallas Cowboys have been making something that hasn't happened happen since 2021, more than anybody else. It, they are America's scoregami team. That's it, who they've become. Do, do people care? Do people really care about scoregami? I'd like to see this reflected people care in about the social scoregami. media world of today. Do, do people, A, yes. do you know when somebody says, oh, we have a scoregami, what the hell we're even talking about? And B, then do you care? All right, there we go. Put it on the poll. Do yes. you know what scoregami is? Yes. Do you know what it is? And do you care? All right, well, okay. that's actually a separate poll. Well, I mean, like separate poll. we'll find out. Yeah. Producer Brandon's going to have to work hard on that one. Do you really care? So we've just talked about it. Okay, then where do we go? Well, we go to ask this question, Dad, okay. because off the top of the show, we talked a lot about who – especially between two teams that we saw lose this weekend, the Chiefs and the 49ers, right. two of the teams. And by the way, I don't even know if I'm going to try and pick who the best team in the NFL is this week because it seems like a curse. It seems like every time we utter it out loud, that team is just destined to get force-fed their teeth the next weekend, and that fan base is going to start looking at us sideways. And so I might abstain this week from picking the top Sell team in the NFL. Philadelphia. 
Say Philadelphia. Who do the Eagles play this next week? Cowboys. <laughs> Congratulations, Dallas. <laughs> and, and Philadelphia, come get your mans right here. Oh, I yeah. tried to stop yeah, them. That's it. Me saying that is the demise of the Philadelphia Eagles. They will, t- not, they will not succeed on one brotherly shove because I said they're the best team in football. Oh, we God. Saw the it curse. This week. You've just cursed yourself. You did. And you already talked about how Philadelphia fans used to yell at you in the grocery store when you were a player. Yeah. Think about what they're going to do now. You're a feeble old man. Well, they're, they're going to whoop you in public. Man, feeble's a little strong, don't I mean, you think? I do have to get a new knee in February. There you go. Yeah, they know that right now, too, because yeah. you said it out loud. So you're giving your weaknesses away. Yep. But we talked about those teams who limped out of this weekend, who should actually be the most concerned. We both think it's San Francisco yes. between them and the Chiefs, just because now you've got injuries to important players that aren't going to go away as the season goes along. Ankle injury for Trent Williams right. that he's trying to come back from. Debo Samuel, I believe, was a shoulder yes. that he's trying to work back from. It was, yes. And so neither was available this weekend. We expect them both back at some point, but we've seen now the depth behind them is not anything to write home about but offensively. still what is amazing, you still have Ayuk, who's been playing well. You have Kittle and you have, you have CMC. I mean, th- that's... It's still a lot, but again, what we've seen through the context, I think, is less just, oh, Brock Purdy's bad and more... All right, even with all that in mind, all of those all pros that you have here, when you take these two out specifically, and I think, again, against some of the matchups that are going to be the most important for them, going up against that Bengals D-line, missing a guy like Trent Williams, who you can put on one side and say, people always ask all the time, what can be the value of one offensive lineman? When you can put Trent Williams on one side and say, erase whoever they put over you, like, whoever they put over you, probably going to be, just be not talked about in the box score, not right, going to factor right. into a lot of pressures. That's how good Trent Williams is. And so what that allows you to do, slide protection more the other de- other way. Worry about sending double teams to the guys that actually need it over on the other side. Maybe you got to do less move stuff there because, again, he can hold up in a way that his backup's never going to do. Like, even in the game he got hurt, Trent Williams said, yeah, I taped it up and went because I wasn't going to do that to my backup within the body of that game. So that's how important one guy can be up front for them. Debo does so many things in that offense we've just seen like that to me has been the takeaway is even with all that depth on offense has not been something that I can say has stood out for the 49 and then that's something where somebody has to pick it up and it normally falls on the quarterback and Brock Purdy in these three losses in a row three touchdowns five interceptions been sacked six times he's lost multiple fumbles as well so he's become somewhat human uh, in these losses, and that's who the expectation is going to fall on. And everyone's going to say, is it fair? Because it was like, wow, look at Mr. Irrelevant, the seventh rounder. He's playing unbelievably well. Now is it going to be, well, he was a seventh rounder, so maybe we should expect the coming to earth a little well, bit. Well, But I think this is the fair part, and this is what we've always said, is when you look at the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, they're guys like we talked about with Mahomes, where even as the world is falling down around them, they're so physically gifted, right. and their skill set lends itself more to some of the off script stuff and some of the stuff that exists outside of the structure Brock Purdy is still a very good quarterback yes he is and I even think in the midst of some of the house burning down around him he's done some really good things saw him take off and be more of a scrambler in that game against Cincinnati and affect that defense with his legs some in a way that's never going to be his specialty but he's also not going to transcend the system transcend the scheme enough to over and offset the loss of those guys and he's also in a tougher division right yes. Seattle is now the leader in that division right now and for the Chiefs you know right now you're you're a couple of games clear even with the loss of the Chargers and the Raiders and three of the Broncos who just who just beat Kansas City but they're definitely in a much easier division so with that Seahawks team in mind I want to go on the other side here 
who coming off this weekend should be the most hopeful going into the season. Remember, we've got the trade deadline coming up tomorrow, so that's going to be a big kind of... You, it's usually always one of those postmarks in the middle of a season right. for now, what we do after the trade deadline with a lot of these teams. And you mentioned Seattle gets that big win against the Cleveland Browns defense that still looks like one of the best in the sure NFL does. Seattle's here. defense looking pretty darn good, though. Absolutely. And, you know, factoring in the fact that it was P.J. Walker exactly. going out there yep. at quarterback yep. for the Cleveland Browns. But still, Seattle's defense has played really well. Dad, who coming off the weekend impressed you most and should be feeling best walking into week nine? Well, I think a lot of people in Cincinnati are breathing a sigh of relief saying, okay, took a little bit. and We get the first two games of the season because Burrow was 1-7 and seven in his first two games in his four years. But they were still kind of coming out of the gate slow. This looked the most like, much like last night, it looked the most like the Chargers offense that we expect with Herbert and crew. This looked most like the Cincinnati offense that we expect, and the defense has been playing well as well. So I think Cincinnati fans can go, okay, we, we know we have it in there. We know we have the talent around there. They're coming through. You have, you have Baltimore. We, uh, remember, every team in that division has a winning record. But really, you look at Baltimore at the top of that sure. uh, uh, division and say, all right, that, that's who the battle is going to be with. But I think they may be breathing the most sigh of relief that this is our team where Seattle fans are going, okay, San Francisco's coming us a little bit. We're playing, we're playing well. But, say, but everybody expects San Francisco to just, you know, run away with everything. But they came back to the pack and fell behind the pack a little bit now. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think this is a – Cincinnati is the clear answer on this, and then it's a group of and also receiving votes. Yeah. Because we've been waiting for this. And this is the theme of the last two years. Like, we kept saying it, and Cincinnati kept upping the degree of difficulty of how big a hole you could climb out to start the season. And I think on both sides of the football, you saw – Really good game plans, right? Like, you're getting competent coaching from both these groups from the Cincinnati defense. Lou Anarumo, that's nothing new. Right. But offensively, I think Cincinnati's been accused at times in the past of being overly reliant on Joe Burrow and those skill players, being a little bit vanilla in the way that they present offense. And instead, yesterday, you had them doing a lot of the stuff that tends to subvert a defense like the 49ers. Trap and wham plays up front, getting the ball out of the perimeter wide receiver screens, getting the ball out of Joe's hands fast. In general, he looked comfortable inside the pocket in a way, to me, that was the most encouraging of anything we saw because dad we remember the Joe Burrow the first three weeks of the season dealing with that lingering calf injury from training camp where he just never looked quite himself trying to step into throws and potentially absorb contact in the pocket and yesterday in the midst of the teeth of what's still a vicious defensive front and Nick Bosa still was getting pressure on the quarterback I thought you saw Joe look as comfortable as ever and again not to whittle it down too much because all the rest of the stuff that we mentioned matters but that goes a long way with this team we've seen he's that important of a difference maker big Sunday night game now against the Bills and we all remember that game yeah. last year with DeMar Hamlin and the the tragedy that happened there averted tragedy afterward yeah. obviously because the best news in the world is DeMar Hamlin is still with the Bills he's only been active one game uh, but he's there he's practicing yeah that's he's on hardly the team. The the measuring stick not for me- success it's, it's exactly that right by just trying to sure. where, where he where he is right now playing but just being back on the team just being upright at this point of what yeah, went on 100%. I mean it's just so much more important than football but uh yeah that, that's a big game Sunday night so they're feeling very good you're right in the Seahawks which by the way shout out to friend of the program Jake Bobo How about it there is here's the definitive list that shout out to Field Yates ESPN NFL insider for tweeting this out the definitive list of rookie wide receivers. Remember, we got a really good class of rookie wideouts yep. right now. The definitive list of rookie wide receivers who have a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown this season. Jake Bobo. Mm-hmm. That's the list. That's it. Friend of the program. So, again, 
I don't want to whittle it down too right. much. We don't want to do a lot of oversimplifying on this show. Football's a but complicated game with 22 people on the field, really weird-shaped ball, a bunch of guys wearing costumes. Jake Bobo on that list. At the same time, Geno Stone, mm-hmm. our guy, Ravens defensive back, notches another interception, his fifth on the season League in leader. the NFL. Yeah. This is what happens, all right? I'm just telling you, future potential athlete guests that want to come on the show here. We're not saying we started the fire for them. But we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep We're going to fan the flames keep for oxygen you. oxygen on that fire. Keep the good keep vibes, flowing. the juju yeah. into yeah. all this. It can all work out for you. So have your people contact our people and we'll get you on. Which? Do we have people? Uh, yeah, I think we got people all at right. this point. We got people. Cool. Shout right. out to DK. You're our people. Dan- we'll give, give Jesse's number out right now. They can call Jesse. Jesse, what's your phone number? Just tell us. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, just wait. They'll get they'll get back to you very quickly if you just call with enough urgency there and shout. Dad, I, I think the one team, and this is going to be a difficult prospect. By the way, I gotta put my hand up as we talk about the team that won in this game. I don't know if my prediction about the Rams being a playoff team is gonna work out. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know. Especially now, and the real key for them is gonna be that Matthew Stafford thumb. Bangs off the helmet of Mozzie right. Smith, the defensive tackle. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, Mozzie Smith was coming around. Stafford was getting hit and really cracked that thing. They tied, They started to tape it up, but then as that game got out of hand in the second half, they sat Stafford down in the fourth quarter, and we're going to see what happens. That guy's played through a lot. Even after that thumb injury, went out and caught, I think, a two-point conversion or a touchdown on a Philly special play where he was the receiver. Yeah. Caught it short, was diving. Diving for the end zone. Added to the highlight reel of Matthew Stafford, tough guy plays. Like it's, Seriously. Like the bleep at Matthew Stafford highlights would be an incredible if you just did plays where you knew he was hurt and still managed to score complete passes. That guy, one of the all-time grit players at that position by far. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that team is going to make the postseason no, and, and, at the rate that they're going. And but Cowboys you, look good. I, and I guess, Dad, this is the point. Dallas wins 43-20 to in this game. We talked about CeeDee Lamb looking great for them. Dak Prescott had one of his best games in a Cowboys uniform this season. Does it change anything for you after already having seen what they looked like against a full-strength 49ers team going out and getting beat the way they did? That game that's kind of stuck in everybody's craw. That's what they're going to be measured And I think will be for a while is they're going to be measured right, wrong, or indifferent against two teams, the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And we finally get the first of those two Eagles matchups coming up next weekend. But overall, did this do anything to reinstill well, any form of faith in what they can do on the top end for you? Like, like anything else, you're not as good as you think you are, and you're not as—they're not as bad as forty-two ten to the forty-nine. Sure, they're, they're not. So they're not that bad, and they're not as good as some of the wins they've had either. So where are they? Where are they going to settle in? And this is a great test against the Eagles right now because that's their, obviously their competition. Uh, in the division. So, no, I'm not going to go back and look at that 49er game and say, well, that's more what I think the Cowboys are. No, no, no way. They have too much talent on that team. I think they're a really good team, but what every team wants, and every, you can want it all you want, but you got to get there, is consistency week in and week out to be a good team and not have those those gaffes that you have during the year, like a bad, bad blowout, like 42-10 to 10 when they lost to San Francisco. I think they're more on the positive side than the negative side, for sure. Uh, they are, and we're going to... Put it this way with the Cowboys, we always talk about this a lot in college football, where because in that sport the schedules are so disparate from conference to conference, from team to team. Outside of those marquee out of conference matchups early in the season, it's always kind of hard to tell who's actually that good. We wait for some right. of those litmus test games. 
You got a bunch of litmus test games on the Cowboys' schedule this season. They've already had a few, but you get the Eagles twice down the stretch here. You get the Bills on the road in December, and then the Dolphins the week after that. And then you get to come back home December 30th, right before you turn the calendar, and host the Detroit Lions. So you got plenty on the calendar if you're the Dallas Cowboys that's going to let us know exactly who they are. That's hell in a cell once you get to November or December for that team. And I'd even throw in you get the Seahawks at home at that point too. So Dallas' schedule, quietly, as we talk about some of the NFC's deficiencies overall, they get some great crossover with the AFC East that's certainly going to help on that. But they've got some teams on there. We're going to know exactly what Dallas is down the stretch of the season. They're going to have to earn it, obviously. And and the Seattle just – how about them, though? It's just amazing. They just kind of – Play the Geno Smith having the great year last year after you thought they were going to be rebuilding, and now here they are leading their division. That's the team that I just kind of shake my head at and say, man, I, I'm not I'm not sure where they are, but I know that defense is playing, playing very well. The defense is playing well, but then you look offensively, getting healthy. Got Charles, which poor Charles Cross. Yeah. Former top pick for them out of Mississippi Street. Great young player. Had an awesome year last year. Him and their other tackle, who were both rookies coming in last season. A huge get for Seattle. And he'd been banged up going back to the very start of the season. They got hurt in the first game of the year and end up losing. Finally gets to come back. And Miles Garrett is across the field. Yeah. It's just Enjoy one of those, that. like, maybe we need to rest for another week, coach. Yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. like, he's not going to duck that competition. But it would be hard to blame him if he did, but he goes back out there and is healthy. DK Metcalf had been a little banged up. He gets back out there. When we talked to Jake Bobo, they felt the you know need to go out there and offset that. And so now in that receiver room, we talked about future Hall of Famer Jake Bobo, friend of the program, yep. what he had done there. Jackson Smith and Jigba starting to look like the guy that <laughs> they took is. in the first round of that one. Tyler Lockett continues to be one of the most underrated receivers in football each and every year. Because everyone wants to talk about DK Metcalf and how he looks. Well, I mean, the it's a hilarious a group yeah. of bodies yeah, in really that receiver is. room yeah. where it's just the team picture. You've got to structure that wide receiver group photo very specifically because yeah. you got 6'4 Jake Bobo over there running a 499. You got DK Metcalf who supposedly couldn't turn his hips and then has done nothing but it since he got in to the NFL, built like he's carved out of marble, and then you've got the little guys. you got Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you got Tyler Lockett yeah. who are both staring up there, wondering where they were the days that they handed out tickets to the genetic lottery in that receiver room, and yet here they are, and that complement of guys coming back, while you've got them getting healthier on the offensive line, and that defense playing the way they are, and oh, by the way, Geno Smith still, like this hasn't turned back into a pumpkin. We are in carriage mode with Geno Smith, and it continues to look we great. We keep talking about weapons that you have. You just listed off. They do have a lot of good weapons. Some dudes. Dudes. Kenneth Walker offense. in the backfield yeah, in the that backfield. we didn't even mention, that's, by the that's way. That's exactly right. It's been uh, it's been pretty impressive. Another weekend, though, too, really quick, we should mention of backup quarterbacks having to come in and play. Man, so yeah, the P- meat grinder yeah, of P- this season. P.J. Walker in Cleveland. But what's going on with that Deshaun Watson? Which it, we yeah. say P.J. Walker. Like, we're going to include P.J. Walker and Zach Wilson because they weren't supposed to be the day one right, starters. Right. They both had to start a ton of games. Yes. And so you look at then Will Levis, who came in and did an incredible job, right, and got the win. Yeah. Uh, Tommy DeVito. Who, who, had, who had the Tommy DeVito poll that he Tommy, was going to end up in the game for the Giants? Tommy DeVito, who the picture got circulated of him, I think, from last year 
of him wearing um wearing the uh the underneath shirt that I we can't say the name anymore that we used to call it because it's an offensive name. Right, I don't right. Tank top, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll call underneath it underneath with the T D Tommy DeVito or yeah. touchdown chain on there. I think I saw him described as the most aggressively Italian quarterback in the NFL. At, at <laughs> one point in the fourth quarter, they hadn't had a pass completion since the second quarter. Yes, I think they finished was, regulation without a completion since was, the second quarter. Uh, and, and the passes DeVito was throwing was passes to the side that were losing yards. It was just absolutely stunning. But then you have Bajent, who started for Justin Fields again for the, the Bears. You had Taylor Heineke for Atlanta coming in for Desmond Ritter. Yep. Who yeah. was went out with a concussion, cleared concussion protocol, but they didn't send him back in. And then the game was already out of hand, but Brett, Rip, Brett Rippon comes in for Stafford, who had yeah. hurt his thumb. And now Jaron Hall is going to be your quarterback in Minnesota. Now that Kirk Cousins has blown out his Achilles. That will be interesting to see if maybe Minnesota what they do, tries make to make something. Because yeah. based on where you were at the season, you've got this will tell us a lot. For Questi Adolfo Mensa, their uh, GM, and what that front office wants to do is are you going to go out there and say, hey, we see you, team that had been playing well on the field right now, team that had been surging a little bit after that initial burst, and try and move. And I don't know who would be realistic. A lot of the same backup names we maybe talked well, about. You, in you know York. what people were talking about the possibility, but he, but he does have an ankle now, is Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Let Will Livis be the guy. Tennessee trades Tannehill to Minnesota. But again, he's dealing with an ankle right sure. now. That's why he didn't play last There's week. complications, but yeah. are they are they buyers or do they look at the trade deadline and say, well, Yep. This is going to be us, yep. and we'll accept what happens. And if that ends up with us tanking towards a top overall pick, then so be it. We'll work with that. So uh, they're going to be one of the teams to watch. We're going to have a lot to watch, but uh, I think we're right in that grouping, really, of Seattle and the Cincinnati Bengals, the biggest winners coming off the weekend, right. mostly because these aren't one-offs. These are trends in the right direction for Seattle, really the entire season and going back to last year. But for the Cincinnati Bengals, all of a sudden, the team that no one wants any part of. Coming up next, we'll look ahead as the sports equinox mm-hmm. is here. The NFL portion, Monday Night Football, next. It's the most wonderful time of the year. March Madness, getting ready to go in college basketball. And we got some of the best stars in the sport finally trying to close the deal. Zach Eady at Purdue trying to see if he can cap off an historic career with the championship. Much like his counterpart on the women's side and Caitlin Clark, who's been one of the biggest names in sports this entire year and is looking to see if she can snag that elusive championship that's eluded her during her career. Regardless of who makes it to that final game of the tourney, though, one thing's for certain. It's going to take the most talented people like the two I just mentioned working together to help these teams play at a high level. If you're hiring, you want the most talented people on your team to help your business go to the next level. How do you find them? ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Gojo. ZipRecruiter uses matching technology to score excellent candidates for your job. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's powerful technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Pick ZipRecruiter to help you build a winning team. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Gojo. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Gojo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to Gojo and Goal. A couple weeks ago, we had Lomas Brown on the show. He is getting inducted into the Pride of Lions tonight in Detroit. Undoubtedly, 
A major letdown last week against the Ravens, guys, but still lots of optimism in Detroit. Here's what Brown had to say on how the Lions are playing to start the season. It's been faster than I think a lot of people thought because if you think about it, going into his third year, he's changed the whole culture around. I'm talking about from top all the way down to the bottom. And the fans, man, they're all bought in now. I mean, you can see how the fans travel. You can see how they show up at home games. We have a home field advantage now at Ford Field when the opposing teams come there. It's so much excitement here in the state of Michigan for this team. And I think everybody is bought in. It, it took a while because you had the same old Lions. You know, that was that just permeated here for about 30 years. Now you don't hear that anymore. People expect this team to win, and I think they expect to win when they show up each and every Sunday. So pretty cool, guys. Um, he's going to be inducted into the Pride Lions, like I said. And teams around the NFL yeah. handle everything differently, okay? So Brown's going to be the 20th player inducted into the Pride Lions, yet they only have six numbers retired, though 20 was worn by, you know, three different players. The Bears, on the other hand, have 14 retired numbers. They're the Celtics of the NFL here. So, guys, lots <laughs> of different approaches on how to honor these guys. What do we think about how teams choose to go about this differently? Uh, listen, I love these Ring of Honors. I was amazed a couple of years ago Cincinnati just started one. Yeah. I mean, how does it, how do you wait that long to start a Ring of Honor? And then the biggest joke of all time. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. The biggest joke of all time is that Jimmy Johnson is not in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. I mean, how, the, the, the pettiness of Jerry Jones and not putting him in there. At, is, this, is, at this point, though. Kind of worth it to just never put him in. Oh no, you have to put him in. You, I just you feel have like to commitment to the bit. I would have more respect for Jerry Jones if he wrote into his will that no matter what, Jimmy Johnson can never go in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Is, I would have a weird amount of respect for Jerry Jones, who is absolutely doing the pettiest thing possible. But if incredible. you take it to the grave, it's different. Like I have written into my will just to mess with my sister-in-law that if I die, she gets none of the money. It'll be funneled to my brother and sister, <laughs> to my nephew Jackson. But Jenny actually gets none of it just to commit to a bit from life into death. That is codified in my living will. Oh, that is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I figured yeah. it'd be funny because I'm that committed is. to the bit. So Jerry, but, step up to no, the plate. No, man, Jerry, you can't. I, th this is the biggest joke there is, and I don't want to get sidetracked on this, but at, at some do. point... He'll be in the Ring of Honor, Jimmy Johnson, because he belongs there. And, and that fact is one of the more ridiculous ones now. But I love Ring of Honors. Lomas Brown in the league forever. Such a great guy as well. So, so happy. It was great to have him on. We've been friends for years and years uh, playing against each other way back when. And uh, just, just seeing what, what he's doing and being honored is, is great. I couldn't imagine that feeling. Like I remember thinking about this when Patrick Mahomes got uh, his name uh, put up in the Ring of Honor back at Texas Tech where he went to college. And seeing it immortalized there. Because at Notre Dame, there's in the basketball facility, the Joyce Athletic Center, they've got upstairs this entire area that's dedicated to all of the past history of the university. Right, so a right. lot of trophies from different teams. But then lining the uh, rim of the ceiling is on the walls, there's wood paneling with the names of every Notre Dame monogram winner, cool. yeah. every athlete that's come through that school and won a monogram for the university, regardless of sport, has their name and initials up there on that board, and it goes all throughout the years. And I remember as a kid, I used to go back and see yours and Uncle Bob's and yep. Uncle Greg's and everybody that I knew up there, and one of my buddies just went back yeah. there the other day and sent the picture of our group that is now up there, and it was all my friends' names, it was me, my brother, and my sister all in a row 
right there. And I had a ton of pride in that because that is something that had grown up meaning a lot to me yep. at that place there. It was a much more attainable goal for your boy. Yeah. And so <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like looking up in the stadium, in this place where you went out there yeah. and put it on the line. And that's going to be there forever that you're one of the most important people this franchise has ever had around you. Dad, you played with Ring of Honor type guys oh, in yeah. Philadelphia with the Eagles and a lot in your career. Like, that's just I, I and for them I'm sure it feels like oh yeah this is what I was supposed to do this is who I'm supposed to be but for the rest of us looking up that's insane to comprehend. I think the thing to actually look up and see it then right yeah. I mean because listen there was no doubt Lomas was going to be in this position or other guys in the Ring of Honor Sands you know Jimmy Johnson that they knew they were going to be up there free Jimmy and and the way you look up there and see it it's still got to be a cool thing but you also understand that your ability you know was going to get you up there but to actually see it and. and in all honesty, it's a very proud moment for your mother and I. We saw that picture of, of you and Jake and Sid, uh, you and Jake and Sydney, yeah, all being up there as monogram winners. It was, it's a neat thing. It's a proud moment, and you guys should be proud of that. But then you're right to multiply that by how yeah, many exactly. to see it in an actual stadium in that that it will always be there. Your name is up there. It's just an incredible, incredible feeling. It has to be. I always tell people, I know exactly what it took to be a dead dog average college football <laughs> player. I can get you that far. The rest of it, we're going to have to rely on other people here. Let's uh, look at the Lions team that's getting ready to play tonight here, Dad. Seven and a half point favorites going into Monday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is one that we absolutely expect them to win. They got punched in the mouth Can't a little bit lose last this week. One. Can't lose this one. To this right? Raiders team specifically, yeah, right? Cannot. Yeah, they, they, they just cannot. If you're going to be where you're going to be, and again, we started saying, well, Minnesota, boy, they're on a little bit of a roll, but they lost Cousins. So I, I, I think... Well, I they think, lost Cousins, and the Green Bay Packers cannot catch passes. Yeah, nobody yeah. gets open, and even when it's kind of close, nobody catches passes. So you should win that division going away it, now. It, it is That's not the concern. It is completely on you. It's not even about, oh, my God, what are the, you know, like the NFC or the AFC North. What, what's what's Cincy going to do? What's Baltimore going to do? Pittsburgh, Cleveland, what are they going to do? This is all in your hands, Detroit. All in your hands to, for you to take care of business, and it should start tonight. So we've upgraded because we talked with Lomas about the expectation going into the season was win the division. That's the right. next step. You were a good – you went from team that was a scrappy tough out when uh, when Dan Campbell first got here to last year. All right, now you're winning games. You were in playoff contention down the stretch, and then you got to spoil the playoffs for one of your division rivals in the Green Bay Packers. This year you came in as the division favorite. That is no longer enough now, given what's happened to the division, like we exactly said. Right. The Chicago Bears we saw last night, not built to party. Nope. And so now, coming off that measuring stick loss to the Baltimore Ravens, where you got thumped, and a lot like we said about the Cowboys, they're probably not. Not I mean, as what, bad as that. They're probably not 38-6 to six bad right, right. in a game where they were drowning early that one and never able to overcome. They're probably a little bit more of a game script dependent team than we gave them credit for, even on the high end, as people were trying to argue for them as the best team in the NFL. But you got to come back out and reset and take care of business. Because I feel like when we talk about good teams, we focus so much on what you do against good teams, the quality right. opponents. I think the measure of good teams, no matter where you are, is a lot more of how do you just handle the teams that you're supposed to beat week in and week out? And that's what the Raiders are. They're a team you're supposed to check off as another box in the They're schedule. not the plucky underdogs out of the Detroit Lions to win the division. Now, when they win the division and get to the playoffs, which they should do, then we can start talking about, okay, they don't spend a lot of time in the playoffs. So now they're, they're, they're going to be underdog looked at from that respect that they're not in the playoffs an awful lot. But 
I mean, the, the expectation, they should be running away with that division. Now, in, in all honesty, now you kind of look at where you can be positioned in the playoffs. That's, that's where they should be thinking right now. You don't have – really, you don't have another difficult game until you play the Cowboys again on December 30th. Right. The rest of your schedule is your division, which has struggled, and then you get the Broncos from outside the division. You get the Saints from outside the division. So there are a lot of wins yeah, to are. be had yes, for are. the Detroit Lions. But again – People are going to remember what happened the last time you were with a contender. It's your job to go out there and erase all doubt with that. Have that defense come back to life a little bit more. Have your offense, which the most stunning part to me of that Ravens loss, and it shouldn't have been because the Ravens lead the NFL in sacks. They're a phenomenal defense, but the Lions' offensive line is very good. Personnel-wise, what they've been since they've got there, that's part of the foundation of the turnaround. And so that group, if nothing else, going up against Max Crosby and what he is as a pass rusher, I think them going out and answering the bell, reasserting that confidence goes a long way tonight. I take them, Dad. I take the points they're going to be yeah, part yeah, of. Spoiler alert, well. our sports equinox parlay that is up on DraftKings mm-hmm. Sportsbook right now, the NFL leg of all four major sports in play right now, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, or not major yeah yeah major league baseball nfl nba major league baseball and the nhl that's our nfl leg we're all locked in yeah and and as you said about wins against teams they should be double digit wins when they won their three in a row but then got smoked by the ravens and their loss before that was the seahawks in overtime 37 31 we see the seahawks are are pretty good football team seahawks are so there's a lot on the line there as the nfc picture it's a little more interesting than we gave it credit for going into the season good matchup and a good test for them tonight coming up next let's brace for the equinox right now it's the perfect juncture of fall we're going to lean all the way in next whether you're hosting game day or movie night DiGiorno knows that planning a watch party on a budget isn't easy you need the perfect setting the perfect squad and the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza can bring home a dub because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, and other toppings, and comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. That means as we lurch towards March Madness, you can try and figure out who's going to win this whole thing. On the men's side, teams like UConn, Houston, and Purdue. On the women's side, South Carolina, Stanford, the Lady Irish and Notre Dame, or maybe Caitlin Clark's Iowa Hawkeyes finally get over the hump. Make the decision for yourself and head over and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code GOJO when you do. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code GOJO, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
Welcome back to Gojo and Golik. It's a special day in the world of sports. All four major sports are in action, a.k.a. it is the sports equinox. Amazing. Let's bring in our friend from VSIN, Gil Alexander. He's host of A Numbers Game on VSIN. Comes up right after our show. Gil, thank you so much for being here, and happy sports equinox. Happy sports equinox to you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hey, Gil, is this a day that you celebrate with great joy here every time the sports equinox shows up? <laughs> it's like a national holiday, for God's sakes. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, we have enough explaining? fake national holidays, by the way, that this could fit right in with all that. Should we be explaining it, or do people understand this like the, the scorigami? So for, well, I, I, actually, you know what? It's a great question. So first off, for anyone unaware, the sports equinox here, we have all four major sports at play on the same day right. today that everyone can take part in there. We've got a little parlay that we're we going to have Gil grade for us here coming up momentarily. But Gil, you're a man of great taste here. So I have to ask, does NFL scorigami mean anything to you? Because my father's been warring against it. Uh, it does not mean anything to me personally. I don't know if that's a product of a uh, function of my age, uh, which is probably closer to your father's than yours. But no, in my little betting corner of the world, it does not mean anything. It's, it's a curiosity, though. I'll get, I'll get so it that So is this going to be one of those that we're going to get age shamed because we don't dive into this thing like you younger generation guys do you know what i think it is is we just came up obsessed with dumb stuff and this fits this into is, this dumb is. stuff yeah. that we might find fascination with the same way that i was once in love with pokemon cards that my mom threw away oh, we're not going to get to that instead we're going to get to uh gilmore of what you do here every week you guess the nfl lines for the upcoming week on your show i'm curious for you what goes into that what are you taking stock of how are you going about what's the process like in trying to go out and guess these numbers it's what it is is i stay in a cocoon from the end of the football games to, uh, yesterday really midday uh into this morning and i'm just taking furious notes about everything that happens in each nfl game i am purposely in a cocoon because i want to come up with what i believe the line should be organically then monday morning when my producer kelly bidlin tells me what the line actually is after my guess in that sort of exercise there ought to be some value uh extracted Maybe not at all some weeks, but in some weeks there is. And so far this year, with the exception of one week, that exercise has worked very well towards getting us winners. So for you, what's the most important factor? Everyone's got certain things that they value looking at football teams specifically uh, without giving away too much of the secret sauce here. Because like you said, it's been very lucrative and people should check out the show if they want to get more of that benefit. But what are some of the key things that to you are indicative of a team that you're going to trust and the reason you're going to think the way you do? Well, with all sports betting, I want to know what I want to try to ascertain what is sustainable and what is unsustainable. So if a team has a turnover differential that has allowed them to win football games, just make putting it in the most simplistic terms, that's not something that I'm going to weigh heavily. In fact, I'm going to assume it's going to regress to the mean. Uh, that's just the, the one basic stat to begin with. But there's so many other things. Uh, offensive line play is really sort of the hidden thing that most folks don't latch on to. So there's a lot that's sort of below the surface that you won't necessarily hear in mainstream media when it's more of a reactionary narrative week after week. Uh, you come to the right show to talk about offensive line play, baby. Speaking my language, Gil. As soon as you said that, Gil, I thought, oh, why would you do that? How do you put into play like us as when Mike brought up before, ACC teams playing on the CW are losing, favor teams, right? So 
you see a trend like that, does that go into your thought process at all? You're, I mean, I, I, me as sitting there looking at it going, okay, I'm betting against the next favored team that's playing on the CW. I mean, that's how simple I am. But <laughs> where does so that go into I'm your train of thought? Well, I'm so glad you brought that up because most sports betting media will latch on to what we call trends. Some others call it technical analysis, but trends is what it's known as colloquially. And the reason that, that, it, that they latch onto that is because it's, it's a simple little nugget that makes people feel like they're smarter than they were moments before knowing that. In truth, uh, I would say probably 5% of trends actually have any predictive value to them. So in many cases, I use those as sort of uh, leading, as a, as a reflection of getting people to be led down the wrong path. Uh, trends can be very misleading, and most of them don't have enough of a meaningful sample size to really equate to any predictive value whatsoever. Do you think he was just being nice? And he was really ripping me there and just being nice about it? I don't think he's it. ripping you as much as I think it appears he doubts the power of the CW and its collective <laughs> might. And so fans of One Tree Hill are probably going to rise up in anger at Gil, but he can deal with yeah. those in his own way. Uh, he's got the ability to handle all that stuff. Uh, I, I, all seriousness, Gil, you mentioned some of the things that you look forward to. Which team in the NFL jumped out in a way that to you is indicative of sustainable success from some of the things that we saw this weekend? We've talked about some of the surprise teams, fan bases that should feel good. Whose success from this weekend looked most sustainable to you? Well, this is not going to be any breaking news or, or news flash or anything uh, you know unique that I'm going to say today, but it's clearly the Cincinnati Bengals, right, who have been doing their thing where they lay in the woods and uh, lay in the weeds, I should say. And then here they are, Joe Burrow looking as healthy as ever, this team looking as good as ever, go into San Francisco and uh, win handle. I mean, he carved apart that defense. It was unbelievable. I think 28 for 32, I believe, was his final number, which is his highest percentage ever, 87.5% completion percentage. But this is a Bengals team that immediately makes you think, with other teams stumbling, by the way, the Niners have lost three in a row. The Bills Mm -hmm. don't look particularly elite right now in the way that we uh, thought they might. Kansas City loses to Denver. All of a sudden, you you take a step back, and you're like, oh, this, this team could absolutely win it all. Absolutely could. All right, we need we need to be graded now, don't we? Yeah, and I'm a yeah. little nervous I, based I on as well. the way that we've presented me too. our idiocy. Yeah. Gil, who's joined us here, and <laughs> kind enough. And Gil, we want you to be perfectly honest, no. too. We don't want you to okay. sugarcoat anything here. But I, I sugarcoat okay. a little bit in case well, people yeah. want to support us on this. All right, so we decided in honor of the sports equinox to build out a parlay. It's on DraftKings Sportsbook right now that you guys can bet where we've got an NFL play, World Series, NBA, and NHL on here. Yo, this is what we went with here. We got Lions minus seven and a half against the Raiders tonight. Big bounce back coming off that thumping against the Baltimore Ravens here. We don't think that's indicative of who they are long-term. World Series under nine runs tonight in that matchup in game three. We got the Lakers minus two against the Magic in the NBA. And in the NHL, we took Connor Bedard one uh, minus 150 to go over half a point against, I believe they're playing the Coyotes, Coyotes there. Yeah, so how are yeah. we feeling about this one, Gil? Okay, I'm going to do them one by one. Detroit Lions right. minus seven and a half. I love uh, Amon Ra St. Brown might have the flu. He's questionable tonight. That's not Ooh, good, but I'm still with you because I think Detroit's a bit of a bully like Miami, like Dallas is. Uh, as far as Connor Bedard, I'm probably not the go-to guy for that, so I'm going to assume that's going to be okay. He'll get you Perfect. Uh, one point in this. Um, I also really uh, I enjoy – what was the second one there? It was the baseball game, the under. Baseball, I like under, under, I think under on the World Series. Yeah. yeah. Under nine, because I think Brandon Fott 
has just been spectacular this postseason. We obviously know what Max Scherzer can do. I'm on the Diamondbacks, quite frankly, in this, but I, I expect a lower scoring game than I do a higher one because I think the bullpens will be used to perfection tonight as well. Where I think we might run into an issue is Uh-oh. on this Lakers one. Uh-oh. And the reason for that is because the Lakers are back-to-back. They played into overtime last night, and we're already talking about a team that has some sort of vague LeBron James slash AD um, you know, pitch count kind of thing. So I'm a little worried about that. Orlando's 2-0. They've got proper rest tonight. That's the one where I is a little precarious, in my opinion. Uh-oh. Can we change it? All right, there we, we go. No, we come on. Hey, listen, we locked yeah. it in right here. We're going to blindly walk in. It's early season, regular season NBA, so we kind of threw that one up there blindly, if I'm being totally honest. I, I, I feel like I'm sitting in class, and I'm looking at Gil's paper and cheating off him and had an answer down and look over and saw a different one and scratched see, mine out and put his. See, I feel more like what I used to get, which is when the teacher hands you the paperback and it's covered in red yeah. and you just kind of look down and you yeah. know, yeah. all right, we got carved up. But overall, feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. I think we can walk into this confidently. So again, that's up on DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. You can check out your card, our card if you want to rock with us. You can check out our friend Gil, on, uh, Gil Alexander on a numbers game. It follows us right here on the DraftKings Network. Gil, thank you for the time. Thank you for helping us out here and making us smarter. Hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. There's also a Visa Equinox on DraftKings app as well. Check that out too. Oh, there you, you there we go. There the Visa Knox. All right, I gotta ask, who picked our Laker one? Uh, listen, don't worry about that. We're not gonna Was lay blame here. I'm not here to throw. You? Listen, we're a team. Was that you? Which means we present a united front. Whatever. I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus. Your I don't fault. know how you get down. Your fault. Coming up next. Your fault. A man who had maybe the best weekend in sports on and off the court. Next. Brought to you by Wrangler, jeans, shirts, and jackets made for the ride of life. Be ready for those cooler days and longer nights in styles that'll keep you warm and keep you comfortable, moving, and looking great no matter where you are. You can wear Wrangler jeans literally anywhere, at work, out at night, playing a pickup game with friends, or at home, just watching the game on TV. They're that comfortable and that durable. And there's a Wrangler shirt for every occasion. Casual tees, snap and button-ups, or you can layer them together for a little bit of both. And don't forget about the iconic Wrangler jackets. When the weather starts to chill and you need to venture out, Wrangler will keep you ready for anything. Add some Wrangler to your getup with jeans, shirts, and jackets that look great, fit great, and move great so you're always ready for whatever life throws at you. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order when you use the promo code GOJO15. Wrangler for the ride of life. Welcome back to Gojo and Golick. Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick Jr., Jesse Cofield holding it down for us in the Boston DraftKings studio. It's time to finish off the day with this, that, and third, the way we always do. Three quick stories send you off on into your day. As always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review, leave us a five-star rating. Check us out here live Monday through Friday on DraftKingsNetwork.com, the YouTube channel, Samsung TV Plus, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern. And if you miss any of it, and our great guest, Gil Alexander, joined mm-hmm. us from a numbers game that follows us right here on DKN. If you want to just leave it on. Gil's got great stuff. There He's probably a lot smarter than both of he us. He probably is, but also play our parlay. Right. You know, yeah. Go and do it. I'm going to throw a buck on it. Sometimes just do it because <laughs> it feels good. There don't you go. Th- you know, our, our motto is don't overthink it. Don't. In fact, don't think at all. That's what my therapist tells me. Don't I haven't think. listened yet, but we're going to get there. Yeah, you are an overthinker. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I'm sure overthinking it would actually be more money for them, but that's a story yeah. for another day. <laughs> Mike, I'd like you to overthink for the next hour. <laughs> let's get to this, that, and the third, and let's start with this incredible moment 
in Sports Weekend. The renaissance of Flavor Flav yes. as of late here, as a card-carrying Swifty watching him over the summer, join up with the Eras Tour, get to hang out and meet Taylor Swift. He actually, over the weekend, received the Taylor Swift re-released 1989 Taylor's Version gift box, which included the 1989 light blue cardigan that he actually put on there, a how triumph. Many, how many of those do you think are given out? How many do you think those get get? I'd say, I mean, there's probably in the hundreds there, I'm sure. I mean, I didn't get one yet, so we'll work on that. Have you seen anybody in the meet? Because you know how it is in our circles. They post it when they get something from Ted Lasso or something. I don't think we've seen a lot of that because I don't know if anyone I know in sports media is quite famous enough to pull that off here. But Flavor Flav was in that group. And Flavor Flav was also famous enough to get a unique opportunity. The Atlanta Hawks played the Milwaukee Bucks over the weekend. And the Bucks invited Flavor Flav, the former star of Flavor of Love. Yep the former frontman for Public Enemy, out to sing the national anthem. Not exactly what you'd think of with Flavor Flav. And, Dad, it was um, it was an interesting performance. I think like we saw, who was the football player that sang? It was uh, Demarcus oh, Ware at the yes, Hall of Fame right, game right, there. Right. This is an A-for-effort type thing for me. My only thing that was funny with Flav was he went the long route. Like with the national anthem, as someone who used to play in the band, the whole thing was this dedication to the timing of it. You're supposed right. to go Keep at the, the speed there. We always do the over-under bets for the Super Bowl. You would have had to hammer the over for Flav. He was going to get every last drop out See, of his I'm not going to lie. I did not hear it, so he went a little long, huh? Oh, he went very long. He went very long on that. I, I don't know how people who are friends of who singing the National Anthem don't make a ton of money, right? Because they have insider info. Right? When, oh, you're talking about the Super Bowl. Because you can bet on the on the length of the Oh, dude, the, they the keep anthem. that under lock and key. I remember last year at the Super Bowl, me and Brandon were going around Super Bowl opening night, and we saw one of the security guards that had been there for the National Anthem rehearsal, and we're trying to pump them for information, and they wouldn't budge oh, there. Oh, I, I, I believe that, but if you're singing the National Anthem for the Super Bowl, I guarantee you damn well you're telling me what it's going to be. I, I, right? Listen, I have integrity, all right? I'm not trying. Yeah, no way. No way. No way, no how. Oh, Jesse, 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 did, did you on. hear Flavor Flav's anthem? I did, and it was, an, it was um, reminiscent of, I would say, perhaps when Fergie sang it and there was some people that were having some th- trouble keeping like a straight both, face. I, think, I feel I have not heard it, but in both your guys' description makes it sound like it was not very good. You know what it was? It was brave, and I appreciated <laughs> him putting himself out there. This is not his strong suit. You're really being, you're really not trying to criticize at all. I, I liked his approach I mean, to this. He tweeted I mean, after he said it's the, his job. He's a singer. It's not a, he's not a singer. He's a well, rapper. You know, he was the hype man for a rap group. Right. Yeah. He's, an, he's an entertainer. Yeah. He was entertaining. It was a bucket list item for yeah. him. And he said, I can't live my life worried about what people might say oh, about man, me. I, listen, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm good it with that. It doesn't sound like you well, are. No, I didn't listen Stay to you. I'm just basing on what you guys are saying. And you guys are both making it sound like it wasn't very good it was brave and it was entertaining and yes that is what i think better than most people would do you know what i haven't heard either one of you say it was good let's put it this way demarcus Ware, i thought did a better job okay all right it was good entertainment (laughs) it isn't that what we are all here for yeah let's get let's get to that uh that is news that'll make duke blue devils fans happy Mm -hmm. john shire and company landed a commitment the number one overall pick uh, in our number one overall prospect, prospect in next yes. year's class and the yep. favorite to be the number one overall pick in 2025 Cooper flag has committed to the Duke blue devils. So uh, dad, the post coach K version of Duke 
appears to still be in capable hands. They appear to still be uh, a place that good young basketball. Go get that one. Go. Listen, we saw one and done. We, we saw it out of Kentucky for how many years, yeah. right? The one and they, they would have starting fives of one and done. You know, basically going the draft the next year. I mean, really incredible or, or five on the team. So yeah, you get the one and dones here at Duke, and and I'm still waiting for that rule to change. And when we're going to lose someone like that, or in the area of when you can start leaving high school after high school, going back to the NBA, because I have a feeling that's going to be back some at some point. It, it was for him that decision not made at this point. So right. like you said, we didn't go down that path yet. As far as the college teams for him, it was between Duke, UConn, and Kansas for him. Obviously, that's, UConn, that's you're a defending nice that. right yeah. there, right? Good spots if you can get it. And listen, Stores just coming off another national championship, you could argue, has been the preeminent team of the 2000s. And, and we're also seeing more in this day and age, either guys either heading over to Europe or going to the G League, right? Out of high school and yeah. getting that year in before they can go to the draft in another way and not from college. So he's a 6'8 forward from Maine and he reclassified. So he's not going to turn 18 until December of this fall or December, excuse me, of his freshman year. So all of that in an effort to make him eligible. That's one thing I feel like we've seen a lot more of across football and basketball. Reclassifying. Is guys reclassifying yeah. Yeah. to get there earlier because they see all the money there. Guys are more prepared than ever coming up earlier because of all the different apparatuses and because of how much of a business even high school athletics has become it's just amazing how fast these guys are growing up where he's going to turn 18 in december of that year and then a few months later is going to be the number one overall pick in the draft it is amazing that these guys are going forward now when it used to be the big thing and i'm sure it's still done when parents hold their kids back you know a year or so yeah you know oh yeah oh to, to try and gain the a little old, bit of time the, i would yeah. say the old sports red shirt yeah, they, exactly. they, i think they call it the texas red shirt yeah exactly yeah. Uh, so congratulations it. to yep. Duke. It's a shame nothing good's ever happened. I know, to you guys I know. The They're just trying board. to trudge on through. All right, let's get to the third mm, year. Yeah, Dad, we got an announcement today. We do. Kim Kardashian's brand Skims mm -hmm. has announced that they are a multi-year partner with the NBA, the WNBA, and USA Basketball to be the official underwear partner of the NBA. Wow. So if you're out here rocking drawers, you're going to be rocking Kim Kardashian's drawers. The money that family has been making, and listen, kudos to them. I mean, they became unbelievably popular. They turned it into incredible business uh, acumen and business decisions. I will ask, Jesse, is it is it still talked about wearing the skims, you know, now with, with, with women? Is it a more of a... Yeah, I'm, I'm and men it. as someone who's worn man spanks before, please respect my commitment to the culture. Yeah, yeah, I would say that it used to be taboo. You didn't talk about it. Right. It was like your spanks were hidden, spanks, skims, whatever they were hidden. Now it's definitely you can just talk about it. Say, yeah, oh yeah, I got two pairs of skims on underneath this dress, keeping it all in there. Uh, but <laughs> she skims also. <laughs> has just clothing items like they have dresses they have a right, lot and right. last week they did release their first ever men's collection so this announcement oh. comes on the heels of the first ever men's collection and just for you know we talked about mad money skims was valued at four billion at their last funding oh. round in july oh my uh, god I mean, come on by the way to to jesse's wow. point about men and i remember i saw this from last week Kim Kardashian premiered her Skims for Men campaign, which featured Neymar, Shai Gildress Alexander from the Oklahoma right, City right. Thunder, and Nick Bosa. Well, so Nick's going to be out. Imagine Nick. Christmas wow. time for the 49ers. The fellas going to be rocking Skims out in the locker room. It's like when Tom Brady used to give everyone Uggs. I'm sure Nick is going to have see, the most robust skims packages ready for oh, everyone yeah. to go. Thing too, and you see someone like Nick, because I, when I do their game, see him in warm-up. 
you're going to see him in that, and everybody's going to think, oh, can I look like that if I put some skins on? Skins on? Let me just He's tell like you. He's like the mannequin that let, you see in the store rocking the Under Armour stuff. No, you can't look like him, okay? Don't let that kind of marketing suck you in. If you want to get him, go ahead and get him. Enjoy it, man. But don't think you're ever going to look like Well, it's that not guy. just shapewear. It's also just like really comfortable underwear. But shapewear? Yeah. See, it's listen, not just shapewear. It's also just comfy, comfy undies. To keep it all in there. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? And to that point, Kim, if you're watching, I got a lot of flavor to seal in. I would love to help you market to the bigger boys, the thicko community, a large nation of lads who are just looking to go out there and look sharp and feel great about themselves in your comfy clothes. Not an ad, but it could be here. This is an ad for you to download, subscribe, rate, review our show, though. Leave us a five-star rating if you feel like we sealed in all the flavor. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.